section thirty nine of italy france spain and portugal this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the world story volume five italy france spain and portugal edited by eva march tappan section thirty nine the famous victory of charles martel seven hundred and thirty two by a w Grube owing to a succession of weak sovereigns in france the real power of the crown fell more and more completely into the hands of the mayors of the palace charles martel held this office he was succeeded by his son pepin who determined to have the title as well as the power of king thereupon he appealed to the pope say father of christendom who ought to be king of the franks he who merely bears the name or he who makes his people great by his counsel and power the holy father answered he alone should wear the crown who deserves it and pepin was crowned king of france the editor pepin was succeeded by charles martel in whose time abdurrahman was the leader of the moors in spain abdurrahman in accordance with the aspirations of his nation formed a design of extending the arab empire to the north of the pyrenees and then advancing through europe from west to east till he should again reach the arab empire in the east with an immense army he crossed the pyrenees destroying as he went defeated eudes duke of aquitaine southern france and bore down all resistance he then advanced to the rhone in order to take arles here eudes encountered him again but in vain the waters of the rhone washed the bodies of the slaughtered franks down to the sea in thousands once more eudes assembled an army but his defeat was so crushing that the franks said with sorrow that god alone could have counted the slain the churches and monasteries were in ashes the fields lay waste in the great frankish kingdom there was none to help and save except charles the mayor of the palace the frankish nobles accordingly came to him and even eudes forgot the enmity which he had formerly shown towards charles and begged him now to help him charles's answer to the petition was let the moors first march unopposed and do not be in too great hurry to attack them for they are like a stream which can only be impeded in its course at a great risk let them first satiate their thirst for riches and encumber themselves with booty then they will be disunited and will make the victory easier for you charles spoke thus having regard to the difficulty of speedily assembling a great army for austrasia was tardy in raising a levy as it did not realize the danger to which neustria had almost succumbed but when at length the army had with great trouble been collected charles marched with a stout heart against the robbers whose bands were busy with pillage in the neighborhood of tours and poitiers then the nations of the remote east and west encountered each other it was a hard-fought and terrible battle and lasted seven days the arabs were superior to the franks in cavalry and in the quickness of their archers the german tribes on the other hand had stouter bodies and stronger limbs and had the advantage when it came to fighting at close quarters charles had chosen a strong position for a chain of hills protected the flank of his army and made it difficult for the moors to attack with cavalry on that side but after the battle had lasted six days they advanced nearer and the arabs were terrified by the broad limbs and fierce looks of the germans himself fell on the seventh day and at evening the moors withdrew into their camp quite late in the evening the franks heard a great uproar in the moorish camp but they did not know the reason and prepared to continue the battle on the following day morning dawned and the sun rose higher and higher in the heavens but all remained silent in the camp of the moors 
the christians were surprised at this and charles suspected a stratagem but scouts reported that the whole camp was empty and deserted so the franks advanced they found in the camp a quantity of plundered treasures and valuables but charles allowed the arabs themselves to escape unmolested for his army was fatigued with seven days fighting three hundred and fifty thousand moorish corpses are said to have covered the battlefield and charles's fame resounded through christendom which he and his franks had saved by this victory from this battle he acquired the surname of martel hammer because he had shattered the power of the moors like a hammer End of section thirty nine this recording is in the public domain